live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Wait, he oh. blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. One hopper to the right side. Drury's there. Flips to first, and that's it. Reds win it 14-11 to in a wild ball game this afternoon at Great American Ballpark, but the Reds have won their second consecutive series. Smart dribbles into the front court, loses the basketball. Holiday comes away with a steal, and the Bucks have stolen one here at TD Garden in Boston, Mass. A stunned house watches on as Milwaukee climbs from 14 down in the second half to take the 110 to 107 victory. And that'll do it, the final tonight, as the Grizzlies will walk it across the timeline in game number five, as the clock ticks down. 134, 95. Da, 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 da. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Extreme Outdoor Equipment is the place to go this summer for all your outdoor needs. You can get a bad boy mower like mine there. They got a little bit of everything, and their brands are all best in class. I'm going to give you a thorough review of the bad boy mower tomorrow, TJ, because I'm taking it on the the back lot. We're going to give it a good workout today. Where you keep the bison? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Extreme outdoor equipment under one roof. You can buy a zero-turn mower to cut your grass, a tractor, a, tra- a loader with a brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler side-by-side, or a U2P to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. And if you want to get away from it all, they can help you there, too, with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motor home. Headed to Duncan tonight for the coach's caravan. Stop number three tonight. Looking forward to seeing all the fine folks down there in Duncan tonight. Uh, for those of you that are there, we will have a round of guess what's in my pocket tomorrow morning on the show, TJ. Who knows what I'm going to have in my hey pocket now. tonight? Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm you. I'm so rattled between the listeners and Katie. I have no idea what to do with anything. Uh, tonight I don't know what to do. I'm, I guess I'm just going to carry everything on stage with me. I'm going to like bring a backpack on stage with me tonight, TJ. Just fanny pack it. Fanny pack it. Just, Keep it right there so, on your hip. I'm so upset with your wife right now. I can't even hardly see straight. 
Hey, by the way, how about the red legs? Do you hear that highlight off the top? You can't see straight anyway. You're half blind. That's not true. <laughs> hey, uh, did you? I'm only half blind. Okay. Okay. Did you? Uh, did you hear that highlight off the top? The Reds have won two straight series. I, I heard that highlight. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That's uh, tremendous turnaround from where you were a week and a half ago. The we move the Cardinals lost yesterday, and we have now moved within twelve and a half games of first place. So big time. Okay, TJ, you know how much I love a bracket projection. We had a new wave of them yesterday, and hey, it was good news for the Sooners, TJ. Did you take in any of the bracket projections? I saw a couple of them. Yeah, I actually did. I think D one baseball and Baseball America for me are the two kind of elite. Uh, you know, baseball websites out there. There are some other ones, but those are the two that I think are uh, the most highly regarded. And both uh, released bracket projections yesterday. Let's see if you uh, let's see if you like these or not. Here you go. Here's a D1 baseball. Scrolling, scrolling. They have the Sooners in South Bend, Indiana. Notre Dame's the one seed there. OU the two seed. UCLA the three, and Evansville the four. So the Sooners would uh, have a rematch with the UCLA team that beat them earlier this year. Hey, I don't mind that draw at all. No, I kind of liked it when I saw it yesterday. I couldn't tell you much know. about Notre Dame this year, but... Yeah, I don't know lick about them. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't... Uh... I wouldn't mind that draw at all, and uh, might be a little cooler than some of the other places they could send you up there too. <laughs> That's true. The baseball America bracket also out yesterday had OU in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Arkansas, the one seed there. Oklahoma, the two seed. Louisiana Tech, the three. North Dakota State, the four. Um, so I mean, the big story is we're just guessing on what regionals and stuff, but pretty much across the board, TJ, OU now projected as a two seed after their good weekend in Fort Worth. The most comfortable they've been in the field all year right now. Yeah, they just need to continue doing uh, what they've been doing, and they're going to be fine. You know, we kind of said that a little bit at the end of last week, and then they took care of business with TCU, and if they uh, do not just have an absolute collapse here, they're, they're in really good shape and in really good shape to – to be a strong two seed uh, going into this thing, so it really doesn't matter if you're a two or a three. Uh, no, not the really. The two and the three play each other. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the two gets to be the home team. That's the only no, difference. The, maybe last at bat may be big for you, but yeah, you're you're right in the grand scheme of things. The importance is if you're a two seed, you're further from that cut line. Uh, you're more comfortably in the field. That's like I don't care if they're the two or the three. It's there's no difference at all, but um, or very little difference. It just means that um, they're being held in in uh, much more high esteem right now. Certainly not beyond missing the tournament still if they had a slide here down the stretch. But also within striking range of um, of a one. Honestly, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Again, it's unlikely, perhaps. But not out of the realm of possibility that they could get there. Let me see who we've got here uh, right now. You've got some of your lower 
number one seeds, Gonzaga, Maryland, LSU, Texas A&M. This is according to Baseball America. Um, Gonzaga right now is number 26 in the RPI. OU's 31. They've got Gonzaga right now as a host. Stanford right now is number 24 in the RPI. They've got them as a host. Shoot, Arkansas is number 23 in the RPI. They've got them as a host. So they're not, my point is, it's not out of the realm of possibility that if Oklahoma could have a very impressive finish, that they could still host a regional. Not out of the possibility at all. I think uh, maybe it was yesterday. If they won these final two series, West Virginia and Texas Tech, big if, okay? Especially going out to Lubbock. West Virginia is going to be tough, but going out to Lubbock would be akin to going to Fort Worth and winning two of three. Um, But if they did that, they put themselves very much on a regional hosting radar. And then if they were to go have a, a nice uh, weekend in Arlington, mm-hmm. they could get there. They could get there. I don't think it's that far-fetched. So, I mean, they'd have to play really, really well, like you're saying, but I, sure. I think it's quite possible that it could happen, uh, depending on what you did in Arlington especially. Most likely scenario at this point is they're a two or a three seed, and they're in. The next most likely scenario, I, th- I think it is more possible now they could get to a one than miss it. Miss miss it overall, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah. Then they miss the tournament. Right, I, I'm with you. I, yeah, I completely agree with that. They are closer to a one than they are to missing the tournament, and that's the first time all year I think you could say that. So, anyway. That being said, massive series starts tomorrow night against West Virginia. The two best base-stealing teams in this conference and two of the best in America. And uh should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. Six thirty tomorrow night will be game one. Big twelve tournament starts today for softball at noon today. Out at Hall of Fame Stadium. You have the Iowa State Baylor game. That's the four versus five. Three o'clock today, OSU versus Kansas. OSU the two seed, Kansas the seven. And six o'clock tonight, Texas against Texas Tech. That's the three six game. OU's the one seed. They get the bye. They don't play until tomorrow. At 1 o'clock, Sooners will play either Iowa State or Baylor. Uh, Patty Gasso confirming, I guess, TJ, no Mackenzie Donahue for the rest of the season. I think that's something we all kind of knew already, but hadn't heard Patty confirm that. And so maybe the big, well, one of the biggest stars of last year's championship run, who hasn't been playing for a long time now, by the way, Uh, but it is confirmed that she will not be rejoining the team. Uh, this year Oklahoma also last night TJ football picked up a portal commitment from former Booker T Washington star and Missouri wide receiver JJ Hester uh six foot three don't mind that at all little size we quickly learned Jeff Lebby likes him some rangy wide receivers mm-hmm and uh, needed a, probably needed a wideout, and they went and got one. And, uh, you know, I don't know much about J.J. Hester, but I've seen a lot of uh, people out there that do that think this is a pretty good pickup for Oklahoma. 
Seems to uh, be a pretty positive thing from a lot of people that are read, and a, a, maybe a, a journey that has been a long time coming to get him to uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma and back in the state. So good for him if that's the case. Um. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You said six three. Yep. I've got him here at six four. So I don't know. Wow. This big kid, whatever it is. You know what? How about we come together at six three? Six and three and a half. Well, well all right. Well, we'll you agree that. to that? Yeah. Six I'll three and a half. You, I'll give you a half inch if you give me. A half all right. Inch. <laughs> That'll work. Okay. All right. Um. Boy, TJ, a dramatic day at the house yesterday. Uh oh. Girl trouble. It, it was uh, the final day of of uh, ninth grade volleyball tryouts yesterday. Oh, tryouts! Oh. It was a two day process, and yesterday was the final day. And uh, it's you know, right there they announce it right at the end of tryouts. You know, they bring up who made the team. Oh, brutal! Brutal. No, like pa- posting it on the yeah, window. Post it. We're in a world now. Email it out. You know. Mm-hmm. That's not what they did. They they announced it right there in front of God and everybody. Oh, everything going right on your the, end? I'm sitting in the parking lot. You know, all the parents aren't allowed to be in there. I'm out there in the parking oh, lot. Oh, my goodness. So you've got all these nervous. It's me and about 25 nervous moms. I would be over uh, puking on the side of my car, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the girls come out and everybody's trying to read the faces of the girls coming out, you know. And all the girls who didn't make it are sad. And all the girls who didn't make it are trying to fool uh, moms. So yeah, they come out right, acting, acting sad. sad. So you've got like 30 girls competing for 15 spots or 12 spots, I guess, all coming out looking sad. It was a really, it was a really stressful, dramatic uh, day around here. But no, everything turned out okay. I was, was going to say, I think you probably would have. Uh, addressed that a little bit differently had things probably been wouldn't well have at your brought, house. I probably wouldn't have probably brought, probably brought it up. Brought it, yeah, brought it yeah. up, right? Oh, that's a brutal process. Isn't that crazy, though, man? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Like, uh, so the most stressful I ever went through was when we moved to Indiana. Um, I was the starting point guard in Mustang. One of the better players on our team certainly was relied on to score, and we moved to Indiana. And eighth grade tryouts, I remember the first day of tryouts looking around and going, well, this is different. (laughs) You're not in Oklahoma anymore. Little different degree of basketball players that I'm surrounded by up here. This, like I've never been in a tryout before that I thought this could be tight, you know. At this, but I hadn't been a lot. I don't want that. Not I like. I was only in eighth grade, okay. But I remember looking around, going, "I'm one. I'm the new guy, and two, I'm not any better than these guys. So, this could be. I was the last guy picked. I was the last guy picked, and they and announced the last guy announced TJ, and I just remember like sick at my stomach thinking, "This is the worst thing I've yeah, ever." Yeah, I was on the other life. side of it, basketball once, and was one of the last ones cut, and oh. yeah, it's not a good feeling. I came out of the gym sad. I uh, didn't have to act like how, uh, like a, I was acting that way. I was not. I was, I was, I was heartbroken. So. No, somebody from Mustang is saying, hey, take it easy. I, I would also say the exact 
opposite in football. Now, I was I did not play football, but I do remember going to the first football our first high school football game in Indiana and watching our high school football team play and just like laughing out loud going, <laughs> "What is this?" I should have I should have been QB1. I didn't even know to go try is, out. I, why did I not go out for the football team? This is hilarious. Oh, the football up there is so bad. But the basketball is like it's ama- it was amazing. Anyway, yeah, dramatic day around here yesterday. There was a whole lot of trying to fake out mom and all that kind of stuff going on. So, and The girls that didn't make it, you'll be all right. Uh, uh, things will happen for you in life. Just keep going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, TJ, really well said by you. Almost like a coach. That was a really good <laughs> pick-me-up right there. Break time. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. We're back on the ref. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Saw my man Terry Saxon yesterday. He was looking good, looking sharp. He said he's ready to help you and save you lots of money with his $8.99 listing fee. 405-361-3380. You can visit, find out more information on that at saxonrealtygroup.com. Just give him a call, though, and ask him about it. No hidden fees. Not going to charge you uh, more once the whole process is done. Suddenly he drops some hidden fee on you, anything like that. Not going to happen. $8.99. Great customer service from Saxon Realty Group. A uh, couple of uh, texts, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Barbecue sauce and mustard on a meatloaf sandwich is yummo. Hashtag head country barbecue sauce. All right. Uh, Toby. Never had, I've never had I, mustard. I'd go mustard, <laughs> but I, I, I don't hate the idea. It's so funny when we get these texts in, like one person, and then immediately we get like this one. Toby, Miracle Whip only on uh, belongs on a meatloaf sandwich. Oof. Both Oof. of them say sandwich, too, but yet they're sending in different condiments. Huh. I'm not going Miracle Whip with meatloaf. Yeah, that Heck no, that difficult. doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. I'm a uh, mustard guy with my meatloaf. If, uh, if we go to Miami or Miami, go to Ann's Chicken. <laughs> Miami? Miami. Miami. The one in Oklahoma is Miami. The one in Florida is Miami. I got to do a shout out here. Can I do a shout out real quick? Yeah, of course. Shout uh, out, Special man. Olympics up in Stillwater today. A lot of the athletes heading up. Uh, oh, nice. Our girl Grayson Kennedy listening right now. She's Let's heading up Grayson. to compete for uh, Blanchard. Friends uh, Mason and Moses, I think, are heading what up event? with her too. I don't know if they're in the same car or not. Uh, she's in a uh, uh, softball throw and a 50-something uh, run. Her dad's not sure if meters, yards. I think he decided on meters. The 50-meter we're ru- run. We're running 50-something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So good luck, Grayson, and the rest of the athletes heading up to Stillwater. Have fun. We're cheering you on. And uh, good luck up there today. Grayson, here's what you do. Drink you plenty the- of water. It is hot. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. When you get to the starting gate, Grayson, you look around and you say, who's finishing second? That's what you do today, Grayson, all right? <laughs> Don't tell her that because she'll do it. <laughs> she'll talk some Grayson, trash. Psych, yeah, psych him out, Grayson. <laughs> say, hey, good luck to all of you guys for second place today. That, that person about Duncan calls <clears throat> b- pecan pecan. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you have joined us late, 
early first segment of the show today i said i'm headed to duncan tonight that's right for the coach's caravan and somebody texted it's pronounced duncan to which everyone in the world has argued you're incorrect so uh pretty sure it's duncan and um so yeah, that's the that's the origin of that pecan text. The dunk hand guy sounds like a yump a yuppie grumpy English teacher. <laughs> uh, this one's telling you to get a minimalist wallet, which we found out yesterday you already have. So I have the ridge. I have exactly what you have. I yeah. have the ridge. Yeah. <laughs> this one shocked you even own a wallet since you carry a fanny pack. Uh... <laughs> I don't carry a fanny pack. It's an old. It's an old. Uh... I did for one golf tournament just to get Teddy to have to give OU Architect $100, and Teddy still refuses to give OU Architect $100. So. Uh, if you're over 40, who carries a wallet? Money clip is the way to go. Uh, what if my wallet has a money clip on it like mine does, huh? Then I double up on you. I'm super cool then. What's the and difference? Who carries a money clip? What? Yeah, what are you, a Wall Street broker? Yeah, I mean, what are you? Yeah, yeah. You lefty from Donnie Brasco? Hey, carry it in what's a roll. The, what's the difference between a, wall, a, a money clip and what we've got? Like, money clip would drive me nuts because, like, then my cards are just in the money clip and my license. Like, I, didn't, don't, I don't just carry cash. I've got to have other no. things with me. Of course. So where am I supposed to put my credit cards and my bank card and my ID and my, that special card we have for our club? What are we supposed yep. to do with all that? I don't know. That's my question. <laughs> a wallet belongs in your pocket or on your dresser in your bedroom. That may be my wife texting in. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't leave it on my dresser. What if I have a little cubby in my closet on a shelf? Is that all right? Hey, I will never get out of my car, get on a plane, go to a funeral, do anything without my wallet in my pocket again, just to get you people off my backs. <laughs> it's like leaving your car uh, keys in your car running at the store. Oh, that makes my wife angry too. Don't do that either. I'm just running in for a cup of coffee. Yeah, you just did, and your car just drove off. It sounds to me like your wife doesn't like her job very much. She's a crime fighter. <laughs> But she's well, if, telling if, morons like us we can help her we, alleviate some of the crime. If we don't if we do these things, doing the, things, some of the crime no won't job. happen. Which she would be out of work then. They'll still check your car. <laughs> Trust me, she would not be out of work. There's there's plenty You're more to deal still with. Still going to be crime. <laughs> there's still plenty more to deal with than a wallet left in a car. Yes. Yeah. I thought we lived in a free country. Apparently not. <laughs> You've you've been on Twitter long enough. You know that's not true. All you people out there worried about your freedoms and all that kind of stuff, and yet yelling at me at where I've got to put my wallet. I put my wallet where I want to put my wallet. All right. Oh my goodness! Uh, you guys should listen to the Monument uh, Momentum, uh, not Monument Mo- Momentum podcast. They interviewed Caleb Williams. I heard a bunch of that. They played a bunch of it yesterday. Um. He really makes it clear he did not want to leave Oklahoma. Well, that's a different podcast than what I was listening to then or what I heard the clips being played from yesterday then where he was talking about the uh, how flat it is here and there's nothing to you do. You got some clips and, in the system? Uh, right here. Uh, it's still pulled up from, uh, I think, 
Uh, here. Parker and them yesterday. This is Ty- Caleb Tyler. Williams on a podcast. Uh, CWLA versus Norman. For sure, more of what I wanted um, and what I what I am most comfortable with, what I what I enjoy the most. Um, I'm able to do things that I like more because uh, in Oklahoma you weren't able to go out and shop really. You weren't able to go out and yeah. um, you know go to the beach or, or or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. <laughs> Like the the land uh, yeah. was was flat and um, it was it was nothing there but you know sacrifice sacrifice you know anything like that uh, the, li- the 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 lifestyle here yeah. or when I was back home for for football and I do it again a um, hundred times over um, if that was the case but if I had to choose between a Lincoln Riley at U- at USC and a Lincoln Riley between at OU, um, I'd, I'd choose... Um, like a sunburnt Lincoln, huh? Sunburnt Lincoln. There was no shopping here. Caleb didn't want to stay. I've been saying that forever. When are we going to get some shopping here? <laughs> Anybody know when we're going to get some stores? <laughs> hey, Mayor Holt, uh... Governor Stitt, let's look into some shopping, okay? <clears throat> he could have gone right there on campus. Great shopping right there on campus corner at Balfour of Norman. Uh, I mean, what I more does he been able to? Well, who needs to go? What does he need to go shopping for? He's handed thousands of dollars worth of free clothing and shoes every day of the week. What are you shopping I, for? I don't know. I don't need. Well, he can't. Obviously, there's nowhere to go shopping here. Uh, you cannot get anything in Oklahoma because it's just planes. <laughs> just not the not the good flying kind either. I couldn't even get on a private jet in Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, gosh, Joe and Bob were using them all. This is the guy you guys were pulling for. This is your beloved Caleb Williams, TJ. Well, he's not the beloved Caleb Williams anymore, all right? Get off our back, wallet boy. Don't call me wallet boy, Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that bad boy. Really hurts my feelings. <laughs> sorry, bad boy. I am the bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio. Okay, stop it. Break time. I have an amazing story for you when we come back. By the way, um, I'm gonna figure out if there's anywhere I can get a new pair of shoes in the state of Oklahoma today for this caravan tonight. Might have to have them imported from California. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. You ready for a good story, TJ? It is story time on The Ref right now. He's going to read his book to us. Hold on. All right, go. Gather round, kids. Dateline, Florida. My mother-in-law told me about this yesterday, and I looked it up, and uh, sure enough, it's true. They are from Florida. She's like, did you hear about the story from Florida? I was like, I'm going to have to be more specific than that. And she shared with me this amazing story, TJ. Uh, a pilot on a single-engine Cessna 208 had a medical incident. Uh, this was yesterday or the day before, sometime recently. Uh, he had He went incoherent tj uh it was just him and a passenger on this plane 
Always a dangerous situation, TJ, when there's only one person on a plane that knows how to fly it. It's not a good idea. <laughs> Having a back. I know it happens okay. a lot, but it's not a good idea. Not well, to yeah, say I'm just loud. saying it's not. It is not a good idea. It's always good to have a, a second pilot. That was not the situation here, TJ. There was one pilot, one passenger. He was coming over from the Bahamas to the U.S. I don't know what he was doing. I'm not here to make accusations, TJ. I have watched a lot of documentaries lately. <laughs> Netflix makes your brain go a lot of places. Yes. Wait a second. The only reason you'd be coming from the Bahamas to Florida is if you're a drug king, okay? <laughs> Delivery <laughs> drop-off. That was I have no idea what the guy was coming over here for, but he's on a plane, a Cessna. The pilot has a medical incident. He is incapacitated. And the passenger gets on the... Uh, the little, you know, the little walkie-talkie, the little uh, CB radio there, whatever they call it in a plane, TJ, and says, uh, "Help!" Is that, is that how you started the conversation? Actually, it's really calm. I'm going to pick up the story now and just read it because they could do a better, a better time, a better there. Um, air traffic controller Robert Morgan, a certified flight instructor, was on a break when the call came in from the plane headed out from the Bahamas. Quote, I rush over there, and I walk in, and the room is really busy, and they're like, hey, this pilot's incapacitated. The passenger's flying the plane. He has no flying experience. I said, oh, boy. Morgan learned the passenger on the line had never flown a plane, but had been around aviation and seen other pilots fly. Quote, he was really calm. He said, I don't know how to fly. I don't know how to stop this thing if I get on a runway. Um, Morgan, the flight instructor, had never flown this model of Cessna, but he pulled up a picture a picture of the instrument panel's layout and started guiding his new student step by step. Quote, try to hold the wings level, see if you can start descending for me. Push forward on the controls and descend at a very slow rate. Uh, try to follow the coast, either north or south. We'll try to locate you. He made the decision to guide the aircraft to the area's biggest airport so he'd have more runway, Palm Beach International. He wanted I wanted him to have a really big target to aim at, he said. Together, they got the Cessna to touch down on the runway. There's footage you can find out there right now on social media. Typically, this would take 20 hours to learn in typical flight instruction. Uh, the pilot said, quote, I felt like I was going to cry because I had so much adrenaline built up. I was really happy that it worked out and that nobody got hurt. Yeah, you'd think? Uh, the guy came on the pilot. Like, other real planes are sitting around, you know, watching this, uh -huh. just waiting for it to land. He, he tells these, you know, Southwest Airlines pilots or whatever, American Airlines, you just witnessed a couple of passengers land that plane. The tower operator could be heard telling American Airlines pilots. Wait, did you say a passenger just landed that plane? The pilot said, oh, my God. Uh, the, it is unknown about the possible or the medical issue with the pilot at this point. I don't know if he lived or not, but uh, how oh about that, TJ? Can you imagine being in the sky, your pilot passes out or whatever, and you go, and then the guy talks him down. 
step by step how to I, land an airplane. I'm trying to think if I could be calm enough to do that. I want to say that I would be. But man, that's that is a nerve-wracking just unbelievable story if you're able to do that and accomplish it and not at least damage the plane or something and and crash in some form. You may live, but just to sit it down and other pilots are watching and saying, hey, good job by you. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Standing ovation by (laughs) all the airplanes. Uh, The pilot or, or the guy that landed the plane and the air traffic controller that guided him in met afterwards. They shared an emotional hug. The guy in the plane, the passenger that landed it, had a pregnant wife at home. So it was an emotional moment. He said he just wanted to go home and hug his pregnant wife. Uh, I would imagine. Can you imagine the adrenaline pumping through that guy trying to land it? <laughs> well, I mean, the sad I ending had. to the story was when he was cuffed at the end and taken away when they found 400 pounds of cocaine and yeah, uh, a lot of unmarked cash in his bag. So. It was the FBI that talked him down because they (laughs) they needed to confiscate. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely a 30 for 30 coming out on this guy at some point. Uh, Good Uh, for him. Good for him. I'm glad everyone's okay. Well, I don't know about the pilot. Now push this button. Now push this button. Now flip this switch. Now ease it down. Then you hit the runway. Then you hit the runway going whatever. How fast are you when you hit a runway, TJ? Very fast, and there's pilots that have flown for years that can't hit it properly. You look at your it, wife or uh, whoever you're with, and go, that was a rough landing. He was in a Cessna landing a smaller, at Palm yeah. Beach International, right, so right. it was probably a he probably could have just coasted to a stop. Uh oh, something's going on, TJ. Hang on, somebody might be breaking into my car right now. I'm getting a your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm not worried about it, TJ. You hear you hear this ruckus going on in my house right now? now that one, that one, uh, it sounds scary. So yeah, yeah, That'll bite your face off. I think Ron and Betty have arrived. Maybe Are Ron and Betty here? Oh, the school bus is going by. Okay, man, we're just barking at kids apparently. <laughs> Anyway, how about that story, TJ, huh? That's great. That's Woo! great. Love it. Listen, folks, you can do anything in life, even land an airplane. If you just, you got to, the lesson here is stay calm. In a moment of crisis, stay calm. Think clearly. And even you could land a Cessna at Palm Beach International. Okay? Man. The guy probably had to, uh, well, so. we'll take a break. 7.46 in the morning. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. They've got their own, like, secret language. They talk about a barbecue chicken and bread. And- T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. If you're looking to uh, buy a home in Duncan, I'm sure it's not too far. I'm sure Terry would be glad to help you out even in that area. Not positive on that, but maybe you're selling your home here. He can help you with that. Eight ninety nine listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. You ever line. been to Duncan, by the way? I never have in my life. I don't even know. It's uh, right down the road from Marlow. Never been in that area of the uh, state. I think we talked about this not too long ago. Like Comanche, Com- ne- Comanche is nearby. Nope. 
Wow, Rika is in the neighborhood. Nope. Uh, uh, let's see what else is around there. Oh, uh, this is a good one. Roosh Springs. You ever been to Roosh Springs? That's where heard they of have the it. Watermelon the watermelon festival. thing. Yeah. I've heard of the watermelon festival, but never been there. Uh, it, of course, it's in within shouting distance of Lowtown over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, all of that very right near Duncan. Very few areas of the state southwest have I ever been. Like, what's wrong with you? I just I never had a reason. I've never Chikasha? been to never Here's been to Lawton, there. Lawton or you, could, you know. Yeah. You go to Chikasha and you take a south. It'll take you right to Duncan. You're just looking at a map making all this stuff. I'm you done. haven't been to all these places. I'm just seeing how many towns I can butcher. <laughs> uh let's see here. Where am I at on this thing? Uh just get a phone case that has the thing on the back that holds your ID and credit cards. So my wife has that. I need way more than that though. Like she carries like three things. Uh, I carry about twenty things. So how are you maybe carrying I... more than your wife? Mm. Well, all she carries. Well, she's got a purse, but I'm saying like in the back of her phone case, she just has like three things. But I got a whole bunch of things. I don't know. Maybe I need to slim down how many things I'm carrying around. I should probably just start that sentence after. Maybe I need to slim down. <laughs> I beat you guys to the joke, all right? Oh, man, I had it loaded up. I was ready to knock it over the fence, and you you took it from me. You you can't take my liners when you you set me up. I'm the delivery man. Uh, It really felt like Spencer Rattler had not developed from one year to the next. It seemed like he was really making some of the same mistakes. Regarding the offensive line, they were getting physically whipped. The physical development of the team overall was very lacking. It was pretty amazing how you could see it happening over the five-year span. Yeah, no, I agree with you that Spencer did not seem to improve from year one to year two in the limited amount of – in the first five games or whatever he played. I, it looked like he had regressed a little bit. I completely agree with that. But I also – you know, it's college. I mean, guys get better, you know. So – Right. I don't know. Maybe – I'm, I I am not Tyler McComas in that I can judge a guy in one game and say this is how good this guy's ever going to be. Uh, there are way too many examples of young men and young women who, you know, have Buddy Heald type careers. Maybe you don't become a first round draft pick, but you start at this level and you develop and you get better. That's what coaching's for. That's what training is for. That's what working hard is about. So I don't know what he would have come. I, well, I can't wait to see. I'm rooting for him to have great success at South Carolina. I'm a Spencer Rattler fan. This one says, uh, I know it's not sports, but have you ever heard a commercial that irritates you so much that you will not do business with that company? They're saying this because apparently we have one that runs that bugs them so much that they pause their streaming and then fast forward it so they don't have to hear it. Wow. What is it? Um, Do you know what it is? They don't say here. They didn't say who the client was or anything, but all of our commercials are tremendous. A commercial tremendous. that is so annoying that you refuse There are definitely TV commercials that I have seen that uh, have made me say, I'll never buy that company's product. I'll never buy a Lincoln. Because of Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Now, what if Landers gave you a Lincoln? Then I'd drive it. <laughs> You you said they gave it to me. 
Yeah, but you just said I would never drive a Lincoln. You didn't say whether you bought or not. Oh, buy. Oh, buy a Lincoln. Okay. All right. Tell I'd Toby. gladly do whatever Landers asked me to do. That's right. Tell Toby to just get a Are you fashionable... talking about, hang on a second, hang on. Are you talking about Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and Landers Chevrolet of Norman? That's right. That's the Landers you're talking about? That's the Landers I'm talking about. Okay, just making sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell Toby to get a fashionable man purse. What if it's I a take the stage it's tonight? It's a satchel. A it's not a man, man purse. purse. It's, a, it's a satchel. Duncan, Oklahoma. How's that going to go over? <laughs> Hi, guys. Just here in my fashionable man purse. I didn't want to leave my wallet in the car. Excuse me. You got a purse? I'm, I'm, I, the right answer is I'm taking my wallet everywhere, and I'm giving it to Baranchek to hold. That's the correct answer. Last one before the top of the hour. Uh, Air Cover Solutions text line. Maybe Caleb Williams can help you find a slim-fitting wallet since he loves shopping so much. That way it would yeah. be more comfortable in your pocket have, from Air Force Joe. Have, that's a great point to Air Force Joe. They probably got better wallets in California, don't they, Don't you think? <laughs> there is no doubt they have better wallet shopping yeah. in California. I get, you're going to have to send me that clip. Every time... USC loses a game this year. I'm starting the show on Monday with, I like the shopping out here better. <laughs> That's your starting quarterback. I like the shopping out here better. Are you serious? That was the last one. Better variety of nail polish in that area. He didn't lead with the beach. He didn't lead with the temperature. He didn't lead with palm trees. He didn't lead with, I like the shopping better. Top of the hour break. Uh, I want to talk uh, SEC conference alignment when we come back.